More and more people are moving to cities, and that's going to affect almost every industry. We are very cautious and very aware to make a conscious effort to work with the ecosystem. What can the average person do to take action now? Not one person can change the world, but if we all do a little something different, it might help. Being open to embracing innovation. Know that you can make a difference. A absolutely. There's no excuse not to even do a little bit. Let's go check it out. Going Green is brought to you by Koskin Korva Vodka, a huge friend of ours. We love what they're doing. Koskin Korva Vodka is a sustainable vodka made honestly. It's vegan and gluten-free. The vodka is named after the village in Finland, Koskin Korva, where real farmers harvest the world's northernmost barley in unfiltered spring waters to make a vodka of true integrity. Here's my favorite part. Not only do I love drinking, responsibly of course, the Koskin Korva plant has a 99.9% .9 recycling rate. And don't worry, back in the village, they're still working on that 0.01% and was the first spirit to win the Green Company of the Year Award. Now our goal is to bring Koskin Korva from the Scandinavian European world out to the American land where we all love to have a good drink here and there. So check out Koskin Korva Vodka, support them. We love a good sustainable company. So give them a little bit of love. Thank you. And let's get back to the show. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Green Podcast. We are very excited for our guest today. Joining us for episode number 101. We're getting up there, triple digits now. We've got a neighbor of mine in San Diego. Um, we've never officially crossed paths, although I see this guest always posting content right in my backyard, which is always exciting to see because it's just cool knowing other people um, in the community care about sustainability, going green and things like that. So I'd like to introduce and welcome Sustainable Shane to the show today. Shane, thanks so much for joining us. What's happening, Dylan? Thanks for the shout out. I'm excited to be here. And most of all, thank you for hosting a show about our planet. Can't thank you enough for Karen. Yeah, well, same to you. So let's kind of dive right into it. Um, I follow you on Instagram and I know, you know, you create these this really awesome content. You're kind of uh, built like a fun character in a certain sense. And you were even telling me before that you want to kind of be like the Bill Nye science guy of the sustainable world. So first off, I think that's, you know, a really important thing to put yourself out there and make content that educates people, especially a younger audience, you know, kind of a more family friendly audience because they are the future. So how did you kind of get the idea and what was that initial process of going out there and creating this content and becoming sustainable shame? Absolutely. And that's a great question. And my answer to that is sustainable shame was born before I even knew what sustainability meant. I just grew up, uh, I was very lucky to grow up in North County, San Diego. And I grew up being sustainable. I grew up gardening, composting, diving. Shout out to my mom for teaching me everything I know about gardening. And yeah, just I was really involved in being like part of our planet before I knew it was important. Then when I was about 14, I there was one specific event where I realized humans have the power to destroy our planet, but we also have the power to take care of our planet. So it was at that age that I was like, you know what, I'm making this my life's passion. So did everything I could, volunteered, joined nonprofits, worked for different companies, went to UC Berkeley, majored in sustainability. Then I took my background of being on camera and I grew up as a model and actor. And so I took the two of them together, my love of being in front of the camera and my love of sustainability, smashed them together, Sustainable Shane is born. 
Love it, man. What's what's been sort of your favorite part of uh, just going out there and like talking to people about sustainability? My favorite part about talking with others regarding sustainability is learning new things every day. And I know that sounds super cliche, but really I am a student of the earth and I believe that learning happens for the rest of our life. And going out, talking with different companies, talking to different people, talking to people from all levels of the political spectrum, I've learned so much about what sustainability means. So that's, that's awesome. Let's kind of bring it back. Um, you mentioned, you know, your parents and, or excuse me, your mom is very sustainable, which is really cool to think about just the effect that, you know, someone can have on your life now that you've dedicated your life to being sustainable and, you know, by doing so, the impact that you'll have on others is really interesting to kind of think about. Plus combining your passions for sustainability, for acting, using kind of digital media, Instagram, TikTok. Um, I think that's really cool. Do you have any, uh, any cool stories about kind of like your acting modeling career and how you learned from those and implemented it into what you're doing today? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's, I've been doing acting modeling for over almost like 10 years now. <laughs> I would say the craziest stuff that happened was I was on a reality television show called Below Deck. I don't know if you've heard about it or anyone else listening has. It's fairly popular, but I was um, picked for the show because they're like, this guy's sustainable and we want to have more sustainability on Below Deck, which is basically it documents the life of people working on mega yachts, which is an incredibly unsustainable uh, community. And so I applied for the show because I was like, I'm going to make this unsustainable community a little bit less unsustainable. So they brought me on the show and a reality television is, is crazy. It's fun, but it's so draining. And then B, uh, I just did everything I could to be sustainable, which was awesome. And, it, and they, the boats go to the most like precious ecosystems in the world. So I brought reef safe sunscreen, reusable saran wrap. Uh, and then the biggest thing was I just came on the show and I was like a little prophet of sustainability. That's awesome, man. I have, I don't think I've seen your show, but I've seen episodes in the past. Like my parents love Below Deck. Um, and good for you for, again, like using a platform. You could have gone on and just been like, cool, I'm going to be Instagram famous and hot and like cause some drama and become like a meme, um, which is like what a lot of people do these days when it comes to being on social or on, you know, um, shows like that. So good for you for uh, trying to use that platform for a good way. And, and I have some other friends who have been on um, reality TV shows and just the stories I've heard can be <laughs> pretty crazy, but it sounds like you were on a pretty awesome one too. I mean, being able to live on a yacht, being able to, you know, go to all these amazing places was probably a really awesome experience aside from even just, you know, bringing the sustainable aspect to it. Absolutely. Yeah. Working and living on the yacht, as hard as it was, it was a beautiful experience traveling. We were in Antigua, which is in the Caribbean. So it was gorgeous. And then I got to meet a bunch of movers and shakers in Hollywood. Shout out Andy Cohen. He uh, still name drops me a lot on his show, although I was very briefly on it. I see that uh, he was interested in sustainability because I came on the show and, you know, everyone, he's trying to ask me who was the most recent hookup who was, what was the most recent fight or drama? And I was like, dude, listen, 
I don't care about that stuff. I came on this show and honestly, I'm on your show because I want to tell people that our earth is in peril and we need to dive deep into it and look at our existence on this planet and why we are here and how we can help benefit and care less about who's making out. Exactly. People will be making out regardless, but, um, you know, we, <laughs> if people can make out, you know, in their free time and then be a little bit more sustainable at this, like after that, that's a, that's a happy world that I'm, I'm cool with living in. Um, so let's bring it, let's bring it back to kind of like what you're working on now. Um, what was sort of your strategy behind, you know, the content you're creating for sustainable Shane? Sure. So sustainable Shane is, I'm a lifestyle expert on sustainability. So I'm your go-to guy with easy switches at home, easy switches in your lifestyle, and just how to live a more general lifestyle of sustainability. I am not an expert on economics and sustainability. I am not an expert on, on politics and sustainability, although I do know more than the average person. Um, I'm an expert in sustainability, lifestyle, so I'm on social media making fun Instagram reels, on TikTok making cool videos, of just uh, how to make easy switches in your life. And I think honestly, that, that's kind of similar to what we're doing here. Um, and really our goal with this, and it sounds like similar to what you're doing, is just making it a little bit more accessible to the average person, a little bit more friendly, um, kind of taking out like the whole political side of things and just being like, hey, if you want to be a little bit more environmentally friendly, a little bit more sustainable, here's little changes that you can do to your lifestyle. And then, you know, again, using digital media, social media, it's scalable, you know, infinitely. So a lot of people can watch it. So ideally, you're reaching as many people as possible. You're educating as many people as possible. And as you educate people, you know, those, those changes slowly but surely start to happen. So um, that's awesome. Where do you kind of see your vision for where you want to take things in the future? Ooh, that's a great question. Where in the future do I want to go? <clears throat> well, my, I think it's multifaceted. I mean, I really want to be in school in like elementary school assemblies. I lead this sustainability show. I'm the host. So I love that. I love being in front of kids. I think they are our future. So I'm growing that business. And at the same time, I love being in front of the camera and I love being on podcasts like this with you, Dylan. I love going on talk shows. So I'm just down to be the like face of sustainability. I love it. I live it. And I also love being with our planet. I walk barefoot most of my life. I dig my hands through the dirt. I love compost. I love worms. I compost my fingernail clippings. Like I don't really care. I just, I love, I just love being part of our planet and talking with people as well. Yeah. And I mean, we have, uh, we have listeners and viewers who tune in from all over the world, but being in San Diego where it's beautiful out, it definitely helps, you know, kind of waking up and the sun is shining and you want to, you want to be outside, you want to be in nature. And when you're, you're by the ocean all the time, it makes you care a little bit more. So um, we'll have to, we'll have to link up for some scuba diving or, or some surfing soon. Uh, what's yeah. kind of one, what's one action item, you know, that you could share with sort of the average person um, to just make those little steps and be more sustainable, would you say? Okay, so this is, I always draw an analogy for sustainability. So sustainability is like math. 
Dylan, when you started math, did you start with calculus? No, I started counting to 10, basically. <laughs> yes, addition, subtraction. So that's like you're recycling. Sustainability is like math. Your addition, your subtraction is like you're recycling. Then you can move on to your more advanced mathematics, which is your like pre-algebra and algebra. That's going to be your uh, maybe thrifting for your clothing, uh, taking public transit, choosing to ride your bicycle more often. Then you can move on to your calculus, which is going to be my portfolio of investments is all ESG, renewable energy um, companies. Or I offset my CO2 emissions whenever I fly somewhere via an app called Earthly. So sustainability does not happen overnight. It is very much a journey and very much takes time, just like mathematics. So start easy. Start with your addition subtraction. An easy, easy little hack for that is just get informed. You know, follow a social media page, watch a quick short documentary, um, read a book about the environment. And through that, you'll find out where you're passionate. Maybe you want to do more gardening. Maybe you really want to put in that compost bin. And then that's where you're going to grow and morph into that sustainability journey. I love it. And, and that's really important too, because, you know, some people think like, oh man, I, I don't drive an electric vehicle. So therefore like I suck. And, you know, again, there's what you mentioned is, is perfectly normal where not everyone can just start with, you know, calculus. You start with where you can with what your budget allows. Um, and you can slowly build it up from there. And you also brought up another really good point too, where there's so many different ways to be sustainable and not everything is going to apply to every single person. Um, some people don't care at all about investments. That's not in their radar. They just want to live a simple life where, you know, they might even be off the grid in, you know, a homestead or something. Then there's other people who are like, yeah, I want to be a multimillionaire entrepreneur, business owner, but I also want to be sustainable. And so I think, um, those different levels help, but everyone can find something that they're passionate about and find ways to be sustainable in it. And not to plug myself, we'll plug you soon, but um, we have this event coming up. And one thing I really wanted to do, we have 20 speakers and every single speaker has a very different industry they work in and a different background from you know the military to fashion, to electric vehicles, to products, to e-commerce, to marketing, to entertainment. And not every one of those speakers is going to hit a chord with every single person. But the idea is maybe someone listens in and says, wow, like I love fashion. I never thought about that aspect of it, but now I know how I can make a difference, you know, in my world. So um, I think Shane brings, brings up a really good point where you can find things that you're interested in and your passions, and then also implement ways to be sustainable within that. So I think that's, that's really cool. Um, Absolutely. Shane, first off, thanks for, for coming on. Really appreciate it. Um, 10, 15, 20 years from now, before I asked, where do you want to be? I really should have asked, like, where are you going to be? Because I think, you know, you're making those strides to, to go out and make it happen. Um, where do you see, you know, kind of the overall world and the people in it when it comes to being sustainable? Do you see trends to, to being more environmentally friendly when it comes to that? Oh, absolutely. And I mean, I think you'd be blind if you didn't see the world starting to wake up about it. Uh, my honest review is the climate in the world is going to get worse for the next like 10 to 15 years. We kind of have a lot of CO2 emissions in our atmosphere and like the sad reality is the next 10 to 15 to 20 years, it's probably going to get slowly worse. 
But within 30 to 40 to 50 years, we can absolutely uh, reverse that trend. And I see that happening. I think humans are brilliant. I think the world, the, the biological carrying capacity of our world is way more than 8 billion people. We can have 16 billion people on this planet. We just need to use our resources more efficiently. And I'm very optimistic. Humans are incredibly intelligent. We're destroying rainforests. I think we can build rainforests back. We really can. It's just going to take uh, the right people working in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of, I'll wrap it up with this one question. I'm just kind of curious because like you have a, a really strong background in sustainable sustainability. You went to college for it. Climate change, in my opinion, is ultimately like the biggest problem we face as humanity. It, it extends, you know, beyond race, religion, politics, countries, borders. Um, but within climate change, what do you kind of see as sort of the biggest problem? Is it uh, single-use plastics? Is it burning fossil fuels? Um, and again, like I know, and one thing we both reiterated is like, we're not scientists, but just sort of from your experience chatting with other people, you know, what do you, what do you sort of think that biggest problem is? The biggest problem with climate change, at least in the United States, is the fact that it's become political. The state of our climate is not a political matter. The climate on our planet has been changing since the dawn of time. The climate is changing every single day. It's just the rate at which our climate is changing at this moment is changing faster than humans and other animals on this planet can adapt. It is not political. Climate change should not be political. We are all here together on this one planet. That's what I think the biggest issue with climate change is. I love that answer, man. Seriously. Like that's, and I'm glad you even said that because I never really kind of like thought about it in that way, but it's very true because that just immediately puts up sort of blockades and limits to people wanting to become more interested. And um, I was just talking with my dad. I was back home last weekend and, you know, he's, he leans a little bit more conservative, but like he still cares a lot about the environment. And he was like, man, like not like a conservative, like crazy person. It's just like, you know, moderate to conservative and open to have conversations. And he was like, man, back, you know, when I grew up in the seventies, when it was earth day, like there was nothing political about it being earth day. Every single person just wanted to go out and celebrate, you know, the planet and try to be more environmentally friendly and slowly, but surely, um, especially in this day and age with mass media and everyone, you know, getting angry at everybody and it's information. Exactly. And wanting these clicks and, you know, politicizing everything. Um, really, if anything, it should be something that unites us all rather than divides us. So sure. Sure. Um, and, I, and I have, a, sorry to interrupt, but I have a perfect case study. Yeah. There's this page is called in this together America. He's a professor from Berkeley, which is radical left and he's conservative. And his whole platform is about, I'm a conservative in a world of liberals, and I care a lot about our planet. And he bridges that gap between, I don't care if you're left, right, middle, even if you don't care about politics, we're all on this planet together. And he makes, it's in this together America. The name says what he does. And, and he does a good job. He does yeah. a really good job. Awesome. Well, we need uh, more people like him. We need more people like you, honestly, who are just, again, like, going out there and being a friendly face and making it sort of easy and inviting to be a little bit more sustainable. And, and again, educating people on those small, simple steps, how they can continuously improve their lives. So thank you for what you're doing. And uh, thanks for taking your time out of your day to be on the show. Absolutely. It's a pleasure. 
let me be on here. I appreciate it, Dylan. And stay sustainable. Yeah, and everyone who tunes in, who watches, who listens, who shares our content, go follow Sustainable Shane on Instagram, on social media, on TikTok. Got to support people like this who you know make it their passion to help the world in a better place. Want to thank Shane for being on the show. And thank you for tuning in. And we'll see you on the next episode of The Green Podcast. Thank you. Thank you.